Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Diana Lee is an independent filmmaker from the states who came back to Taiwan ten years ago. She focuses on documentaries on human rights and social justice issues in Asia. She recently won the grand prize, best documentary and best cinematography, at the 2021 Taipei Film Festival for the documentary The Catch. It's about a family who makes a living by catching eel fry, and how it's a story about survival. Last week, Diana talked about how she felt a responsibility to tell Taiwan's stories and how to upgrade visibility as an Asian American or as a person of color. Today, we pick up from where she ended last week about the documentary *The Catch*, where she said it's a story about survival. In many ways, that is like basic human right: is you should have shelter, you should have food, you should have clean running water. Are these really afforded to everyone in our society? And、mm. or how are they afforded to everyone in our society? In terms of why the filmmaker wanted to make this film, I think he's he's himself Xu Zhejia、uh, is the director, is the director. Director, yeah. Right, and he is a—he、uh, is from Ilan himself, where he currently lives in Ilan. He's been living there for quite some time, and and so he saw the story in the newspaper. And as a filmmaker, he was just naturally curious about how these people are able to survive in the winter months. You know, setting up camp basically, and and working. And catching eel fry, especially we know on the market, eels very expensive. It's, yeah, it's a it's a highly popular and you know highly consumed product in、mm-hmm. Asia, especially. Yeah,、um, yeah, and so it's it's such a prized、uh, piece of meat,、mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. a piece of fish. But these people that are catching eel fries, they're at the bottom of that totem pole, or they're at the bottom of this industry.、Wow. They're at the very, very bottom. So,、mm-hmm. how much money we make off of that, and how much money we pay as consumers. Is just they barely scrape the bottom of that,、wow. you know, of that of that kind of profit making environment. So they're really at the bottom of society, and and what is their story,、mm. you know? So that's what prompted the director to make this film. Did you actually follow them for like I don't know through one season or two seasons to make this documentary? I mean,、so、like I, off, you know, out to sea and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I personally did not. Oh, okay.、Um, yeah. So as a producer, I、uh, I met Shu Zhejia, I believe, in two thousand sixteen or something like that. Okay. Sixteen、uh, or seventeen, I forget. And by then, he had already started filming, so、oh, he was、right. already yeah. So he was already like on the ground. He was already like setting up camp,、mm-hmm. filming with、uh, the fishermen. When I met him, he was looking for a producer to help him get more resources,、mm. and we. So I followed him, and I went to to Elon to to follow the subjects、mm. um, for once, and to really get to understand like how he's filming, who are the people he's filming with,、um, because as a producer, producer don't typically、uh, follow the entire filmmaking process, right? 
but it's really important for the producers to know who your subjects are, why right. your director wants to film with them, right. what is the emotional draw or emotional hook. Mm. Um, because as a producer, I'm, I'm the one who's trying to convey stakeholders and funders to fund this film. Mm. So I really need to understand what is the story we're telling. And I really have to convey that mm-hmm. and be able to uh, influence um, stakeholders to sure. want to put money into into this film. So I only, um, so yeah, to answer your question, I only followed him once. Mm-hmm. I only followed the director once to film. That's one of the difficult kind of documentaries to make is yeah. it, it spans over several years sometimes, you know, and to make a good right. documentary because you have to, um, so that it can be convincing all that, right? Can you talk about another work that you've been involved in, that you've done, that you're really proud of? Um, maybe more related to Taiwan, if possible, <laughs> after yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm actually embarking on my first documentary right. film as a director myself. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and the reason why I decided to be the director of this forthcoming film is because uh, this film is about Taiwanese politics Ooh, and specifically very, <laughs> yeah. very touchy subject. Okay. Exactly. Very touchy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I had wanted to make this film or ha- I had wanted to be involved in a film like this since I moved here, because I find that Taiwanese politics is very, as you said, very touchy. <laughs> um, and everyone has a lot to say, and it's also very divisive. It could be very divisive. Mm-hmm. And it could be very just people can get very emotional mm, <laughs> as sure. with politics all over the world. Yes, yeah. it, it can be a very emotional subject. Mm. Um, and I think the reason why I thought I would be good as director is because I'm personally not emotionally invested in Taiwanese politics. Okay, I'm invested in it in that I believe in democracy and I believe in equal rights for human beings right. in general. So I think, you know, the sustainability of Taiwan and the longevity of Taiwan as a country or as a sovereignty, I think for me is important in that I want to see Taiwan continue to be a free democratic society. And so the last major election, which was 2000, yeah. Um, right, created this sense of gloom and doom <laughs> and sense of um, existential crisis that I felt viscerally for the first time mm. since moving here. And so I really was compelled to then embark on trying to make a film to really unpack why. Taiwan's mm-hmm. politics is so divisive and what is the reason behind it? Wow, that's and a so big that's, job. <laughs> yeah, yes, I realize. <laughs> yeah, so how are you going about doing that? I mean, you don't have to go into specifics, but you know, just like from what aspects are you in particular trying to make a point with this particular documentary? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm still asking that myself. Oh, okay. Because it's yeah, it's a work in progress and we're mm-hmm. still, you know, making it as as we as we are going along. Um and Taiwan's politics has has also shifted a little since 2000 because of COVID and because mm. of, you know, because of the rec- recent 
uh, Russia invasion of Ukraine. Yes. So I think a lot of times when we make political films or in, you know, when we're making political documentaries, what is happening on the ground is always happening faster than how much we can film or how much we can catch. You're right. Right. So it's always kind of hard to say, okay, what, when is it enough? You know, what, mm. have we gotten all the story we want to tell? But mm. when we first started, um, when we first embarked on this film, we were focusing on basically the major uh, political parties because okay. we thought that would be the easiest way for oh, people yeah. to understand, you know, and, yeah. and to, yeah, and every country or every political system have political parties. And so that was an easy segue or that was an easy entry into understanding Taiwan's poli political system. Mm -hmm. So we started with just um, filming, especially because a lot of them were campaigning heavily um, in 2019. So when we first mm -hmm. started, we just, we, we just, you know, thought it would be easy to just capture the campaign mm -hmm. styles and also just kind of like the rhetoric, the political rhetoric that was being espoused during mm -hmm. that time. As we went further along, you know, Hong Kong happened oh, and yeah. then also, right. And, and then of course, uh, COVID and then now yeah. with Ukraine and Russia and, you know, and also the U.S. went through its own election. Mm -hmm. So much also has evolved. And then also the international press actually has been paying a lot of attention to Taiwan and has been very attentive to Taiwan and in the last because of, few years. Yeah, and it's all because of COVID. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so because there's been even more coverage now, mm. we're also trying to, to understand like, well, where do we fit in in the storytelling? Because we don't want to repeat what's already been said in mass media right. and in the press. So what kind of stories can we tell that's a little different, a little bit more personal, and also thinking about our audience because I still think that my main audience for this film is um, is going to be people outside of Taiwan. Okay, right. So I'm thinking about well, what did what do they not understand, or what are the misconceptions about Taiwan that yeah. I should you know clarify in the film? Yeah, those are still things that we are. Um, working on and, and thinking about. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Where do you want to go from here after you're done with this one about politics? <laughs> I think my goals are always evolving um, the longer I stay in Taiwan because when I first got here, I think, you know, just witnessing how little resources and how challenging and difficult it, it is for filmmakers to make a film, mm -hmm. um, let alone getting the film seen, let alone getting the film distributed, let alone make money off the film. At that time, my goals were just to help filmmakers be able to make a living being mm -hmm. a filmmaker, because those were not filmmakers' goals when mm -hmm. they go into filmmaking. They don't think they can make money. My goal at the time was really to kind of change the mindset, you know, that Mm. that you're you're providing a product it's culture but you're also providing a product you're helping to weave the fabric of of your nation mm. so you have every right to to benefit from that financially uh, okay um and that was my goal back then i mean that's still my goal now except okay. i realize it, it's very difficult yeah because in many ways taiwan is still you know lacking resources yeah. and 
Um, and just the system itself in terms of filmmaking, in terms of distribution, it's just, you know, it, it's not something I can overhaul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I think now my goal is to, you know, continue to make films because mm -hmm. I, I think there's still a lot of stories to be told here. So continue to make films and, right. and every film I make, mm -hmm. I think I can show that you can make a film you can have a decent living, make a decent wage, and you can actually have the film get seen by a larger audience and even make money off of that. Mm. And how can you create a sustainable career by doing, I think is, is the only way I can kind of change or I can improve upon mm -hmm. the system. So yeah, so I think now my goals are a little bit more modest. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> yeah, just keep making films mm. and just working with filmmakers I enjoy working with. I'm mm. also thinking, you know, in terms of like new technologies, especially because Taiwan, I mean, it's, it, you know, Taiwan is actually a place where, you know, there's a lot of innovation technologically. So I, I do think that Taiwan can contribute in terms of using new technologies and, and new media to tell stories. So so that's the next thing I'm exploring is to incorporate new technologies into filmmaking. Oh, wow. That is exciting. Well, <laughs> it's really, really, really exciting talking to you. And, and thank, um, you, thank you so much for your time. Um, yeah, I think it's amazing with the things that you're doing and um, that you put on your heart. It's always important that if it's something that's really on your heart to make it happen. I, I, I sense that. I mean, it's it's really great. Thank you so thank much you. for sharing. Thank you your, for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing your life and your stories and good luck with everything you do. And in particular, thank this you. one that you're working on right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, thank on you. Politics, but um, yeah. yeah, who knows? Down the road, I'm going to hear more about some of, you know, your works, you know, getting awarded and, um, <laughs> and being recognized. I think you will because that's your goal and because you want stories heard. You want people's voices to be heard. So thank you yeah. very much. Thank you, Shirley. Yeah, thank you for everything. having me.